This is Exposure on Impact 89FM. WDBL East Lansing. The show that lets you know about everything that goes on at the MSU campus that you otherwise might not know about. Tune in every Sunday at 9 a.m. We're your hosts, Megan Samp and Tessa Gresh. Welcome to Exposure. Hello, hello, and welcome back to Exposure. You are listening to Season 14. I'm your host, Tessa Kresh. With spring break right around the corner, we're shining a spotlight on the student organization Alternative Spartan Breaks. Since 1991, ASB has been providing Spartans with unique service experiences around the country and world over school breaks and weekends. ASB experiences expose students to diverse cultures and provide education on social issues during their travel. Hi guys, welcome to Exposure. Hi. Hi, thanks so much for having us. Of course. Could you guys introduce yourself? Yeah. <laughs> so my name is Sydney Stewart. I am studying psychology with a minor in human behavior and social services. Uh, my role on ASB is that I'm a co-president alongside Alex, and I've been involved with ASB for about three years now. Nice. Hi, everyone. My name is Alex Stevens. I'm a senior studying genetics, human bio, and anthropology. And I'm also a co-president, and this is my third year with ASB. So I know I did a brief explanation of ASB, but could you give me an overview of what it is and what its mission is? So our mission is to send quality service experiences for Michigan State students to help connect them with different communities and reflect on different social issues that they might not have been exposed to in the past or be um, unfamiliar with. These are ways to really immerse yourself in a community and understand the issues that they face. So we're not going to try and save. We're working on building up what they already have in place, like their community, their infrastructure. Um, a lot of these places we're not going to save, quote unquote. Um, we're working with them and making partnerships and connecting and building on the infrastructure and community they already have there and recognizing the fact that we're just a small part of their community trying to work with them rather trying to help or save. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like Alex really really uh, gave a good um, intro about us. So like she said, we we partner with community partners. So these are nonprofit organizations that are already in the community, serving the community. And we just find um, work and service projects with what they need help on. Um, we don't really decide the projects that we're doing. Uh, we just try to offer a hand um, when we can. And are you guys familiar with how the organization came about, what its history is? Yeah, so ASB is a part of a national organization called Breakaway, which was founded in 1991. And fun fact, MSU was one of the founding chapters, so we're also one of the longest continuous running. Oh, well, that's um, so cool. Yeah, even with COVID, um, we still were continuous. A lot of programs dropped out because of funding issues, so we're very fortunate to be um, continuous. Um, so we were founded at a small, I forget which college, at one school where students saw um, volunteering in other places as an opportunity to learn more about social issues. Um, and we've really developed this into immersing ourselves in community and working with communities to better students and um, form lost, lasting partnerships. How did you guys get involved? Yeah, so I have a more personal experience to ASB. So I actually knew the advisor on a personal level. So she actually grew up knowing me and I heard about ASB through her because I had nothing to do over spring break. When I joined, it was spring of 2021. So honestly, I 
hadn't even made um, friends at college at this point. So I thought this would be a good opportunity to put myself out there and make new friends, which I did. Um, so my first experience was in spring of 2021. And then after that, um, she convinced me to join the e-board, which I did that following semester. It was definitely a tough one with COVID. <laughs> yeah, we had to do testing, wear masks, and things were not the ideal spring break as far as like being emerged in the community, just because we were being conscious of who we were coming into contact with. That makes sense. How did you get involved? I have kind of, I say it's a selfish reason for joining ASB. <laughs> um, so I'm pre-med and I met with my advisor sophomore year and she's like, you don't do any volunteering or you don't, you're not a part of anything really, um, which I'd volunteered in high school and it was something I was passionate about then, but I kind of fell off with COVID. Um, and our advisor actually sends out we call them mass emails to every student on campus. Um, you've probably seen them. They're absolutely. <laughs> they're, um, they're just emails looking for volunteers. And after I had this meeting with my advisor, I was devastated. Like I wanted to join something, be a part of something. And I got this email and I was like, this is fate. I have to try this. I got, I just, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put all my efforts into something because this looks like a great organization. I didn't know anyone in the club, any like, information of what was going on. I was like, I'm going to sign up. I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. And it was one of the best decisions I've ever made. I've made so many friends, so many connections. And it all started with a random email I got. That's awesome. Can you tell me a little bit about your experience since you guys started? You guys, I imagine, have been on a few trips. Yes. So my first experience was, oh, I should mention this. So we don't actually use the word trips. We say experiences because our little quote is um, ASB experience or life-changing and or they're a life-changing experience so we choose to use the word experience over the word trip Um, because trip gives off a kind of negative kind of connotation like there's something in it for you or like a vacation kind of absolutely an experience is more immersive but my first experience was um, the social issue was accessibility for senior citizens and we actually built wheelchair ramps um, which I don't know if I was expecting the hands-on of this when I first signed up, like power tools, um, nail guns. (laughs) Yeah, it was intense. But it was also really amazing to see the community and the benefit that these ramps built. The senior citizens are able to stay in their homes and be independent longer. And we really saw the impact that we made from this, what I thought was just a small, like, oh, a ramp, like they can get into their house, that's nice. No, they were very thankful and very appreciative of the accessibility that it brought them. And it was really eye-opening. Yeah, just seeing that, I can imagine, was super rewarding. But then you also came home with new skills. Yeah. So you'd say it was pretty educational as well? Yes, definitely. That's awesome. Can you tell me a little bit about your your experiences? Yeah, so my first experience was focused on sustainability. Mm -hmm. So we worked with a nonprofit um, that had... There was an eco-lodge in a cloud forest. Um, So this organization was focused on educating the community around them about the environment and protecting the culture that they have there. Also providing clean water and different activities. So for them, we focused more on maintenance since they had uh, an eco-lodge and also a restaurant. So we did a lot of sanding on that trip, actually, which... We didn't plan that beforehand. Like, we that's not what we thought we were doing. 
but it ended up being fine. We ended up having a good time. And um, even though the service wasn't direct service, we still could see the impact that we had on this community partner because we did so much work for them and they don't have a lot of employees to do this otherwise. So yeah. That's really amazing. I'm sure it's really awesome seeing your work come to use for a lot of people. I'm curious whether you get to choose your the purpose of the experiences that you're having. Uh, yeah. So each each experience we have, which we have 11 planned for this spring break, is focused on the UN Sustainable Goals, which they created that in 2013. 2013 uh, for these goals to be reached by 2030, right? Yeah, so we, um, these goals focus on different social issues like no poverty, good health, well-being, and sustainable cities. So each experience that we have, we try to base these on these UN sustainable goals, and we reach out to community partners that will serve these goals. So our plan is to have a variety of social issues, and each experience will be different. So you can select um, the experiences on those that you're passionate about. And then once you select which social issues you're passionate about. It is ultimately the community partner that decides what they need. Um, we go with an open mind. We're like, what can we do to help your community or what would you like us to do? And they tell us the ex um, exact service that we'll be doing. Awesome. So you guys have 11 experience planned out for spring break. Can anybody get involved in them? Yeah. Yes, of course. Um, for our part, we have three levels of engagement. We say well, the first level is participants. This is any undergrad who is open-minded, ready to serve, um, wanting to be a part of something, or just looking for friends and community within ASB. And then we also have a position called site leaders. We like to send two per experience. And these are undergrad students that take a more active role and are planning with the community partner a little more, making sure things go smoothly, and are like our point of contact for when the experience goes out. And then we also have a role for um, staff, faculty, and graduate students called a university partner. Um, they are kind of an authority figure, but we do let the site leaders lead more. But it is a way for um, people who are not undergrads to be a part of it. So we usually send um, 10 participants to site leaders, and then it varies. If we have a university partner, we like to send one per experience. Is there a major or minor that's very common among members of ASB? I would say no. I mean, we see a variety of majors, and it's nice to meet people that have different experiences other than you. I don't know if you have anything else to add. No, there's not um, a really trend in what majors we see. It's all over the place. It's just anybody who wants to help out. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. So I saw on your website that there are nine components of quality alternative breaks. Do you guys want to elaborate on those for me? Yeah, so our national organization, Breakaway, has come up with these nine components that help us really delve deeper into service learning and making these experiences more meaningful. Um, this includes orientation to your experience, training, reflection, reorientation when you get back. So it's more of an elaborate process than just going, coming back. Um, we give you um, some training information on site. We give orientation and pre-experience before you even leave. And then once you come back, we also try and do um, reorientation, we call it, to see where how you can bring what you learned back to our community. And these are all parts of those nine components. 
Another major part is reflection. We like to reflect on the work we do. Typically at night, we all come together and talk about what we've completed that day, what we have coming forward, and how we can bring this into our daily lives. So the organization has sent so many people on tr- on. Oh gosh, it's hard. You have to catch yourself. Oh my gosh. Okay. So your organization has sent many people on experiences. I'm curious what countries, cities, states that people have gone to. Yeah. So we typically don't advertise where we're sending these experiences. Oh. Just because we want people to select the experiences on the social issues that we're passionate about. So on your on our website, you'll see that each experience has a title and a description. That title is based on the social issue and the community partner that we're serving. And the description will give um, a variety of the service that we'll be doing and the community that we'll be helping. We find that if people are selecting on the social issue, that will find more passionate people. And that kind of goes back to what Alex has said about using the word experience instead of trip. Um, When we use the word trip, I feel like if we advertise where we're going, people might just select on the location. That makes sense. How does the organization go about preparing students for these experiences? You mentioned training. Yes, so uh, we prepare participants through organization-wide meetings and we present some information there, but we also rely on our wonderful site leaders to prepare their own participants with specifics for their community partner. And then the role of site leaders, they go through around a six-week training program that we set up through our wonderful education team. Um, They meet every week, and they're providing different resources and exercises and running through different scenarios to make sure these site leaders are prepared to lead other students. And then they compile some information for their community partners and relay that that to their participants beforehand. You guys have sent over 4,000 breakers across the country and world. What impact has ASB had on these students and communities that they've served? Yeah. Sorry, you can go ahead. Um, I know for our impact on students, uh, people come back saying it was a life-changing experience. They've made great friends. They want to be involved in new activities or find ways to be involved around campus and have really found their calling to a certain social issue or to activism and they are really grateful for the opportunity that ASB presented them, and they take it their own direction. They run off with it. They excel at bringing it back to campus or the Michigan area. Yeah, so on these experiences, you get a sense of what the community is actually like, especially working with the community partner, seeing people that live in the community. And I think it's a whole different experience um, rather than working with a community partner on one project, you get a variety uh, when we go on these experiences. And I think that's also really eye-opening. And for me, I leave the experiences like motivated and inspired to like keep going. That's amazing. Can you share with me a little story or fun moment that you've had on an experience that really kept you coming back? Hmm. So... um. Last spring break, I went on an experience that was also focused on sustainability and environmental work. One day, um, we we were building what's called a berm. So we had recycled Christmas trees, uh, bags of sand that was made out of recycled glass, and logwoods 
to put in this swamp to build a berm that would provide more environmental or provide more nutrients to the water there and um, liven up the ecosystem down there. And so this this specific day of service, you can kind of see how dedicated people are when they are on these experiences. And you see everyone else around you still working hard, kind of like no matter the circumstances. Like even if someone's having a bad time or it's not the ideal type of service, you're all there together trying to accomplish a certain goal. And I wish I could, I wish I could explain more, but I don't want to. Let's just say she was in the swamp and that was not planned. (laughs) Yeah. And I had no like protective gear or anything. So we might, we might've left the swamp feeling a little itchy, Yeah, but we made it back and we're here to tell the story and we still ended up having a good night after that. Um, those experiences are usually the best stories and the most bonding moments. Yeah, definitely that night we were like, we're thankful to be here having <laughs> having dinner, even though we were all tired and like cooking together. It was still a good day. Oh, that's sweet. Something that really stood out to me during one of my experiences was we were serving in a food pantry and... Um, Of course, we all have our Michigan State shirts on, and a woman comes up, and she also has a Michigan State sweatshirt on, and she's telling us how she went there, and a couple years ago, didn't finish her degree, but loves seeing that we're from Michigan State helping out, and um, she was at this shelter with her small children, and it was really inspiring to see that she is working so hard, and she's like, I'm going to get back in school, I'm going to keep going, you guys are inspiring me here. And it was just a little tug on the heartstrings. Um, our Spartan family, we were reaching out, and they're still reaching out to us as well. That's so sweet. What would you say is the most enriching part about this, being part of this organization? I would say spending a whole week with 11 other people that you don't know. So for each experience, we drive. Unless it's an international experience, you would fly. Um, but for the experience that I went on last spring, it was over a 16-hour drive. So there's... N- oh, my gosh. Yeah, a long drive. Yeah. So there's no other thing you can do other than talk to them, play games, get to know them. You're sleeping in the same quarters, bunk beds, whatnot, um, eating meals, sharing meals together, doing service together. So even though you may go on the experience together not knowing anyone you sort of leave feeling like a family for one week. Oh, Yeah, I will say I love everyone I've gone on experiences with. I had an international student. We still talk, and she's uh, halfway around the country. Or country? World. <laughs> um, yeah, so you just never know who you're going to meet. And if you go in with an open mind, open heart, it'll be amazing. So when you guys are not on an experience, what do you guys do as an organization? Do you do meetings? So we're working to make ASB more like a club with more regular involvement. In the past, it's just been our pre-experience meetings and kind of calling together people when they're going on an experience. But this year, we have actually put on a couple social events and fundraisers just to bring our community together and bring more of a sense of togetherness. Is it too late to hop on hop on to a spring break experience? Absolutely not. We're still taking applications. Where can people find applications? 
So on, when you go to our website, um, you can find breaker information and this is where you'll find our descriptions of all the experiences we have planned. This includes spring break and some weekends coming up after spring break. And then once you've read through and figured out which ones you kind of are interested in, there's a link right at the top that says apply here and you can click that and it'll take you to our kind of survey application form. And I saw on your website that you guys have virtual experiences. Could you tell me a little bit about what that is? We have, we're not That's offering any this year, but we have done them in the past. Uh, we've worked with a company called Able Eyes, and it actually helps accessible places make, make places more accessible. Um, so our participants would make a little video um, explaining how to do things, whether it be people have a physical disability or a social anxiety, so like getting off a catabus how to work a catabus, um, how to get to the library, just things that are very helpful and might be overlooked, but they can make an impact if you need them. Does the organization have any aspirations or goals for the future in terms of service, service experiences, education, or community engagement? Yeah, so I feel like one main goal is just to be more involved here in the MSU community, get more students involved, make a larger impact, here at MSU and then the communities that we've worked with in the past and the future. Um, as always, send more experiences if possible. I don't know if you have anything else to add, funding. <laughs> we are always working on funding. Um, that's part of our trying to make experiences accessible. We are always actively working to cut this down and we have cut it down from years prior, but this does include like your transportation, food, housing, um, so it's a lot to try and lower, but if we were able to lower that, it'd be amazing and it'd be make our experiences a little more accessible to those who might not be able to afford that for a week-long experience. Absolutely. And who's responsible with coming up with these experiences and the work that you guys do? Yeah, so I oversee the service team, which our main goal is to reach out, reach out to community partners. Um, those that are focused on the UN goals or social issues that we're passionate about or that we want to provide to MSU students. In the summer, or we try, try to start early in the summer reaching out to community partners so we have an idea. And it's basically if they can um, provide service for 12 students and we have enough interest, we're able to send the experience. Um, we try to decide as an e-board what we think um, MSU students are passionate about or current events that we have going on that we see a need for. Yeah, and we also try and take polls of our returning members to see what they're passionate about and really work to get experiences that cover the social issues they want to see. What are the most common social issues that you guys are addressing? Right now, I think it's sustainability and... I would say um, social issues focused around Hunger, hunger or people um, experiencing homelessness. We are also seeing a increase in demand for gender equality and LGBTQIA trips. <laughs> Experiences. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Um, so we're, I, we are actively looking to find new community partners. But again, it's a lot of cold calling and just trying to find people who can accommodate us. So... Look out in the future. We really want to address these social issues, and we're working on it. And for someone that's never really done social work or volunteer work or anything, 
what advice would you give them if they want to get involved? I would say keep an open mind. There's our advisor likes to say kind of like go with the flow or I would I would say keep an open mind, kind of go into it with no expectations almost. Um, like we mentioned, we do service that the community partner needs. Um, I like keep an open mind, but I would also say take the first step, see what happens, um, whether that be coming to an info session or sending an email to one of us to find out more. Just try, try it. Take the step and it could be your next great thing that you accomplish or that you be a part of. How can people find more information? Do you guys have a website, social media? Yeah, so you can find us uh, at our website, asb.msu.edu, also on Instagram, Facebook, and also TikTok if you want to check us out. Really? On TikTok, can you see the experiences that have happened? We're going to try and do like a day in the life um, experiences this spring break, um, see if some of our participants will try and get those created for us. Um, Right now, they're about our socials and um, the outreach events we've been doing. Just kind of fun things to get people interacting. Do you guys have anything else to add about alternative Spartan breaks? I'm just looking forward to seeing new faces at meetings or info sessions and spreading the word about ASB because a lot of people don't know about us and we try really hard to put our face out there, our info out there so people can just be involved and find a new community for themselves. That sounds amazing. Sounds like it's a really enriching experience. All of it, just being a part of it and attending said experiences. Yeah. And that's it for our show. Thank you to our station manager, Delaney Rogers, general manager, Jeremy Whiting, and program director, McKenna Lowndes. And as always, thank you to you, our listeners. If you like what you've heard, come back next week. I'm Tessa Kresh. You've been listening to Exposure. Yay, thank you guys so much. This was this week's episode of Exposure. Keep in mind that the views and opinions discussed on Exposure are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff at Impact 89FM. If you're interested in going back and listening to our archive of stories, feel free to check out our website at impact89fm.org. And of course, if you're interested in what's going on next week, you can tune back in and we'll see you back here. You've been listening to Exposure. Exposure.